Shalom to all. Welcome back to the Quick Parsha presented daily by Al Parsha. And today we're going to be learning the first Aliyah Parsha's MR that is Parakhaf Aleph, Pasuk Aleph. And this Parsha begins with instructing the Kaihanim with halachas that are unique to them due to their elevated status in Kedusha. And the Pasuk says, And Marla Akan ibn Aaron said to the Kaihanim, the sons of Aaron, and tell them, To a soul, you may not make yourself impure among his people. This means that a Kayan is not allowed to be Metamal Mace. He is not allowed to be in the vicinity or touch a dead person. And become Tame Mace. Now let's take a look at Rashi Pasuk Aleph Emer Al Kayanim Siti Al Kayanim Emor Vamarta. The Pasuk seems to be repeating itself. It says Emor Al Kayanim and then it says Vamarta Alehem. Lahazar Gedayim Al Kayanim. This is a command for the older ones to caution the younger ones not to become Tame Mace either. B'nai Aaron Yachalalim. You might think that a Chalal is included in this halacha. Now a Chalal is a child born from a union that is forbidden between a Kayan and someone else, and they are not really treated like Kayanim. So you might think that they are also included in this halacha that do not become Tame Mace. Tame Leimer. That's what the Pasuk tells us. Hakayanim only. If they're full fledged Kayin, B'nai Aaron, Afbalimun, B'mashma, this is even a Kayin that has a mummy, he has a blemish, he may not become Tamilamais, B'nai Aaron, Vla B'nai Aaron, the girls do not have this issue, Laitam Ba'amav, Baichamais Pesachamav, this is only when the mace, this dead person, is among the nation, meaning there is someone that can deal with him, there is a person that's able to bury this deceased person, Yatamais Mitzvah, this exclusive Mace Mitzvah, a person that died, he has no relatives, he has no one to bury him, so a Kayin has a Chiv to bury him, even though he's going to become Tame. Let's go back to the Chomesh Pasuk Bez, Except for his relative, Hakarav Elav, which is closest to him, Le'imayil Aviv, Akayin's mother or father, Le'vnayil Vitayil Achiv, his son, his daughter, or his brother, Ve'lachas Absula Kreva Elav, and his virgin sister, his non-married sister, which is close to him, Asher Loyhaisel Ish, that she was not to a man, meaning she's not married, Loyitama, he should be Matama to her. Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Beis, Ki Imlish Eray. What does it mean? His relative, Ain Sheeray Ela Ishtai, is referring to his wife. And the next Pasuk in Rashi tells us Hakreva Elav. What does it mean? She's close to him, Le'Rabbi Sarusa. This includes even if she's in Arusa, she's already engaged, but. Since she's not fully married, he is able to be metameter. Asher That means she never laid carnally. She never was with a man in a physical relationship. And that is the type of sister he's allowed to be metameter. Loyitama. Rashi says mitzvah. It's actually a mitzvah to be metameter. And let's go back to Chumash Pasuk Dalid. Loyitama Baal Ba'amav Lehechaloi. A husband among his people shall not make himself impure to desecrate him. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. Loyitama Baal Ba'amav Pasuk Dalid. Loyitama. He shouldn't make himself impure. Leishtai Pasula to his unfitting wife, Shehu Mechulalba. He became defiled or desecrated through this wife of his. While she's with him as a wife, meaning he married someone that he wasn't allowed to marry, so when she passes away, he is not allowed to be metapa with her kfur, he is not allowed to become tame to her. And back to Chumash Pasakeh with more halachas that a kain has to keep to. They are not allowed to make a bald spot on their head. Rashi tells us that this has to do with a mace, meaning they're in anguish or in pain because someone died. They're not allowed to make a bald spot on their head because of that. They're not allowed to shave the edge or corner of their beards with sarm lights and on their flesh they are not to make a scratch. This iser also applies to a regular Yisrael and a Levi, not just a Kain. The Pasuk continues, Kedashim they shall be holy to their God, and they shall not desecrate or defile the name of their God, because the fire offering of Hashem, the food of their God, they bring it close to the Mizbech, and they must be holy. Since the Kaihanim bring Karbanas, they're on a higher level of Kedusha. They're not allowed to marry a woman who's a Zaina or Chalala. And a woman who's divorced from her husband, they're also not allowed to marry her. Because he is Kadesh 
to his God. You shall sanctify him. Because he offers the bread of Hashem. Again, he offers the carbonus, which is like the food of Hashem. He shall be holy to you. For I, Hashem, who sanctifies you, am holy. And let's take a look at Rashi over here. Apostle Zion. What exactly is this? She had relations with a person who's usher to her. Someone whom she's chayev kars with this relationship, such as a brother, father, one of the immediate relatives. A person who's a nasan or mamzer. So a kain is not allowed to marry this woman who is a zaina and chalala shenoldem in absolum shapakuna. She's born from an illegal union that a kain had with someone else. This woman is considered a chalala. Kigain, for example, bas almana mikain gadol. We have the daughter of a widow that had married a kain gadol. A bas grush of a chalutza mikain hadit. We have a daughter of a divorcee or a chalutza that married a kain hadit. Mechenchen is chalam in akuna. They bias echem absolum lakuna. If she became a chalala because she had improper relations with someone who is possible from kuna, and therefore there's going to be a double is over here that she's a chalala and she's a zaina. These people are usher to be married by a kain. And Rashi Basachas continues, and you shall sanctify him against his will. If he doesn't want to divorce this wife of his, you shall hit him and strike him until he divorces this wife. You have to treat a kain with an extra level of holiness. You allow him to start first with everything. He gets to make the bracha first by the suda. We know that there's this elevated level of kedusha that we have to treat kaihanim with. And back to Chomish Pasuk Tess. Ubas is kain and the daughter of a kain kisecha liznois. If she desecrates by being mezane, as a vil himachalas, she's defiling her father. But eshti sarf, she should be burned in fire. Rashi Pasuk Tess tells us kisecha liznois keshetis chalal ayudeis nos. When she desecrates by way of having znos shahaisa ba zikas bal vizansa, she was already connected to a husband and she was mezane oimena erusin oimena anusin. This is either she was engaged or she was already married. And Rabbi Sein Nachlu Bedavar, there happens to be a machlekes about this. Vakol maidim, everyone agrees shaloi di barakas of a that the pasuk is not talking about a penuya, which is a woman who's not married at all. As a what does that mean? She desecrates, she defiles her father. She desecrated and she degraded his honor. They say about him, Cursed is the one that he gave birth to her and that he raised her. And now back to Chomish Pasuk Yud, we discuss even a more elevated level of Kedusha. The Pasuk tells us, And the Kain Gadol, who's more elevated than his brothers, How is he more elevated? He had the Shem and Mishcha poured on his head, and he became inaugurated to wear the special vestments of the Kain Gadol. As Rosh Yifra, he is not allowed to leave his head uncut. He is not allowed to tear his clothing. This is an Isra that specifically the Kain Gadol has, that he is not allowed to leave his head uncut, and he's not allowed to tear his begadim, even though a close relative of his died. Let's just take a quick look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Yud, Yifra, Gadol Para Al Evel. He is not allowed to grow his hair wild because he's an Avel. What does that mean? He's growing his hair wild. This is more than 30 days, meaning he is not allowed to leave his hair uncut for more than 30 days. Back to Chomish Pasuk Yud Aleph, Al He's not allowed to even come into contact with any dead person, even to his mother and his father, he is not allowed to be Matame himself. He is not allowed to even leave the base of Mikdash, and he should not defile or desecrate the Mikdash of his God, for the crown, which is the oil of Hashem's anointment, is on him, I am Hashem. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. He's allowed to go into an oil, into a tent, an area, a house that has a deceased person. This is only telling us that he does have a hetter to be metame to meis mitzvah. He's walking along the street. He sees someone passed away. There's no one else to deal with him. So the kind God himself is allowed to be metame to that meis mitzvah. However, to his mother and father themselves, he is not allowed to be metame to them. And Pasuk Yudbeis and Rashi continues, He doesn't even 
even follow the coffin of his mother and father. Over here we learn that the Kayin Gadol, he serves in the Vesemekdash, even though he's an Aynein, this is the stage before a relative is buried, and we know that a regular Aynein is not chayv in any sort of mitzvahs, the Kayin Gadol, he still does the Avaidah. And this is what we can learn from the Pasek. Even though his father or mother died, he does not leave the Vesemekdash, he continues doing the Avaidah. He's not desecrating the Avaidah by doing it as an Aynin, because the Pasuk says he should do it. However, if he did the Avaidah when he was an Aynin, so then he desecrated the Avaidah. And back to Chomish Pasuk Yud Gimel, still talking about a Kain Gadol. And he shall marry a woman only if she's a Besula, she's a virgin. And Almana, a widow, a Grusha, a divorcee. We've already described that, and a Zaina, we also described that. As Yikach, he is not allowed to marry any of those women. He's only allowed to take for himself a wife, a virgin from his nation. And he shall not desecrate or defile his children from among his nation. Because I am Hashem that has sanctified him. Rashi over here, Pasuk Yudal, tells us, She was born from a forbidden union to a kain. The next Pasuk in Rashi says, If he does marry one of these women that are puzzled him, So then the offspring that comes from this union is puzzled for Kuna, and they are not considered Kaddish. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up with the second Aliyah in Parshas Emmer tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.